Did like Un- ten tries. Uncanny. Yeah, there was ten tries, and I think he mixed it. Maybe like. All right, what episode are we up three to? Three or four of them. Episode sixteen. I don't know the answer to that. Well, I know the answer because it's um. Welcome back to One Off the Wood, episode sixteen, and today was. Are you here with me? I'm here. I'm locked and loaded on the other side of the country. Well, thanks for joining me, and we're joined by a very special guest. The man who is responsible for send it at the start of the podcast, Mr. David, who is also uh, the bass player and vocalist for our band, The Bitter Men, which is the song at the start. So, Dave, welcome to One Off The Wood. How are you going? Thanks. Yeah, good. Good. Very good. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. Now, Dave, appreciate you joining us because... I didn't tell you that you're going to do it. You've you've come to stay. You sort of throw me here. Yeah, I don't really, I'm so don't really know what's going on here. Mate, you'd, no such cool. thing we as can a free lunch. You've got to bloody can, pay for your accommodation. We can wing it. That's right. I am being shacked up, so I sort of got to do whatever's going on. <laughs> yeah, so it was, this it is was what's the, going on. So I it was do it. Um, that that's or cool, a fucking that? hand job. So you, well, yeah. that's that's already happened. But yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Did yeah. you get one yeah. or give one? Oh no, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's none of your business. Was. No, but right, right. Dave's staying with me and I didn't want to tell him because I thought he might get nervous. So I just sprung it on him once we once we caught up. A couple of beers under the belt. Um, we are taking one literally off the wood because I've got a wooden um, a wooden table here and we, we got the James Squire 150 lashes because they're on special. And that's how I buy beers. He's, he's a man who likes the specials. Love yeah. a special. Yeah. The specials are good because it does get you trying different beers, not from a necessarily a tight ass perspective, but it does get you through the varieties. You know, mix it up, same same, keep you, you know, gets you a bit bored. I've gone left field today, and I've got backup exports as per standard, but um, I've got passion for UDL in my hand. When was the uh, last time you had? Is one there of a teenage girl staying at your house by chance? They appeared in my esky post rodeo. The, the was there a appeared. teenage girl what, in the, your esky by teen- chance? I was going to say the teenage girl. Did she? Was she there? Or look, they just appeared. I I was thankful. Like um, Jesus had turned my empty esky into passion fruit UDLs, almost wine. You know but, what? Passion fruit UDLs are good, but the most delicious of all the UDLs. Do you know? Ooh, lemon lime bitters. No, nope. that no. Pineapple uh, UDLs. Ooh, really? A, a pineapple UDL is like if you if there wasn't a stigma attached to drinking UDLs and if sugar wasn't terrible for you I would probably just only drink pineapple UDLs well is there (laughs) is there actually a stigma attached to drinking UDLs now like we're probably of the age now where there's not really a stigma stigma you can probably get away with it now if you turned up with a six pack of UDLs like Dave that's going to go straight to your gut like that's not good for you think about type 2 diabetes mate like well, and there's no sugar in beer. But so. beer, beer is no, worth the, the less. Sugar. I think what's <laughs> less. What I think the problem is. I guess I'm talking to the wrong. Yeah, this is a sugar. 
The, oh, I'm, um, talking, I'm talking to the wrong crowd here with the sugar. With the sugar. Keep thing. that microphone about a fist from your face there. Oh, you want to keep that um, about a fist from your face there, Dave. I'll keep about a fist from I've face actually bought a brand new microphone yeah. just for this, and Dave's yeah, disrespecting it by oh, not speaking I'm into it. it up, and he's you know. supposed I'm to be a musician to not, yeah. with good microphone. Like, I'm getting better at my microphone use, but you know, this is a new microphone. I'm unfamiliar with it. It's, Can you give me another send it? I want to hear it again. You want to hear the send it? Yeah. Send it. It's like deeper. I reckon. I think it's. Send it. That was deeper. No, I mean you were deeper. I think I you was need deeper. to go higher pitched. Oh, send it. That send was, it. Well, that's far too that's high. That's way obviously. too high. I don't know. We because that song when we recorded it, I think what did we have at the start? We had um, gun just no. What it was some right real stoner th- sample that the it was, producer guy had found and was like, we're like we can't use that. We can't use that. Nah. We're not a bunch of stoners. So we put Dave in the in the vocal booth to yeah. To we say needed things. we needed a big opener for the album. How did you come <laughs> yeah. up with just send it? What is that like? Obviously, uh, I send it on top of a well, cliff. Like, go on, send it. But I think um, I I yeah. actually had nothing to do with the the words for that. But I I feel maybe Watkins you maybe it come from Timmy Hoochman. Timmy Hoochman, yeah, he, he might have. But it is send it. Like, send it like if you're skiing and you go off a big cliff, you send it. Yeah. It's just like fucking yeah, giver. So you just got to yeah, giver. It's just fucking it's giver. It's a skiing term, and you know the the band has originated from the whole skiing. We love powder. snowboarding. Can originated just, from oh. doing that. So, hey, I'm pretty. I'm interested that you're nervous to come on this. You're a sociable fellow, as I know you. But like nervous in, ner- in what, ne- what to come on this? Mean? Because he doesn't like, look nervous. He just didn't want to do it. Just yeah. oh, nervous, nervous is the wrong word. It's like <laughs> fully <laughs> indifferent. It's, it's kind of different. There's there's no crowd in front of me, so I'm not too phased. Well, maybe 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 later on when people well, are like, oh, I heard you on that thing. You sound listeners. weird. Then then maybe then I'll be like, oh, I'm a little bit conscious about it. But at the moment, I feel good about. It. I've also had about six beers, so I'm all, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I reckon you've probably got a good radio voice, personally. Not that this is Some radio. Some said that I have a voice for radio. Yeah. Not the face for radio, like you the cliche. Face for but, you know, I've got a voice, voice for radio. has got it all. Smooth. Maybe more of an AM kind of guy. You're definitely the AM guy. Just the, hey, and welcome yeah. back to 77.2. Welcome back to 72.9. Weather coming up in 20 minutes. Traffic conditions are, yeah, you get the gist. I could, I could do it if I wanted to. Keep doing it. <laughs> I was liking it. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm there. I would I'd wake up in the morning and have my drive time commute filled with the dulcet tones of David. Well, I do. I I have the I have my drive times, but, but it's just for me. Like I don't actually. You just talk. I just drive. Talk I to talk yourself. to myself. I talk about the weather and I talk about the road conditions as I drive. That's pretty much what I do. <laughs> but I do start work pretty early normally, so that's that's generally. How are we all? So David is yeah. um yeah driving yeah. his car to it's, work. You it's notice. five o'clock in the morning. And there's a lot of people out here for five o'clock in the morning. Why are they all out? I don't know, but it's wet. I, it's, these are the sort of things that go through my mind. So Dave was already running his own AM radio show. On yeah, his internally. It's an internal AM radio show. Yeah. What do you got there? Was you were about to say me, something to me? Oh, look, so many things going through. Dave, you worked in the hoteling industry um, for a while, a long, long way back there. Did you ever do those wake up calls for people? You just to call them up because that'd be amazing. Oh no, no, the business never did that. Um, I think I probably would have been okay at it, but yeah, uh, I no, so. no, I, I never, I never got to do that. No. <laughs> My favourite <laughs> meme is the one that's kicking around. It's like 
the guy on the phone is like, oh, I'd just like to organise a wake-up call. And the chick's like, you're an alcoholic piece of shit. It's like, <laughs> oh, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's one of that. Uh, one of those they do the same thing with a reality check can we get the, the uh, reality check they're at a uh, sitting down at a diner or something and the lady turns up and she's like you're an obese 40 year old and you need to fucking man up and blah 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 anyway yeah, it's good it's better in cartoon so, but he ordered a reality check so that's not as funny as no it was his um, date ordered the reality check because I think he was you know acting like a child Cartoons aren't as funny when you explain them, are they? No, no, I didn't really get that one. That's cool. Here's a re- reality check for you. Was yeah, that story was bullshit. <laughs> now look, we all learned something, you know. With this is what life's about. If you don't learn something, oh, that's the last time I'll commentate a cartoon. Hey, um, oh, can I do a shout out early to? Oh yeah, go um, on. To, <laughs> to to uh, we've got a few new listeners, right? Um, we've got a lot of people coming through from um. Harry at Fire to Fork and Alex at uh, Intense Off Road. They gave us a shout out on their on the YouTube clip because Harry's been listening along after being a guest on on uh, One Off the Wood. He's and, obsessed um, with us. He does. He does. Uh, yeah, love it. I think he's just trying to steal all of our listeners for his YouTube channel. So um, you know, I understand. We, he's got to know it's a two way street. But um, you shout out to any of anyone that listened to Fire watches Fire to Fork on YouTube or uh, Intense Off Road or. Ronnie Dale and those guys. We're um, we're yeah, happy to have you on board. Fork on on Instagram. It's a good, it's a good thing to follow if you like your camping and you and having a cooking a bit of meat on the open fire. He's a bit oh, of kind of a sir, old Harry Fisher. Absolutely. We're um, right. we've got the yeah. you know f- obviously um, mutual understanding. Everyone loves a bloody tin, so we're just here to chat about it. Those guys have got some skills. But knows what we do. I don't know, like. So these guys, they're all out there and they're basically for a living, they're going camping and they're making internet clips about it. Like, is that bettering the world in any way or are they just basically so. a bunch of dull bludgers that are sucking the, you know, living off the off the teat of no, social media? I think they're it's giving people reasons to be up and about and to, to you know, keep I on think they should on, get. Inspiring. I think they should all get jobs. Dave, what do you think? Like these guys out there, Instagram influencers, camping influencers. Oh, I think maybe a camping influencer is different to your um, your classic influencer who just, you know, well, what what's the cliche? Influencer, maybe one of those sexy linen, chip. those linen people, those linen covered females from linen. from from what? Byron Bay. You know, yeah. they're covered yeah, in their linen clothes. Oh, oh, the linen, you know, they, 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 they have their perfect family sort of thing. Like, I'm sure it's all perfect, sure, yeah, it's sure. all perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. look at you, you're fucking depressed yeah, as I don't, shit. I don't, <laughs> I, 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 I don't buy into the, all that shit, but uh, yeah. But uh, as long as they're happy, that's fine. I just don't like the, the, the impression they give on to everyone else, maybe. but No. You know, but that's just my personal opinion. But uh, Look, all I'm saying is that Harry Fisher is a dull bludger and he should get a job. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I don't know Harry Fisher. If, if you're out there, Harry... I, I work for a company actually called Harry the Hirer. Yeah, maybe which, we, maybe uh, you could is get actually Harry a job unrelated to you, but it is a similar sort of name, so I'll mention it. Yeah, so we have we actually have a link, Harry, if you're out there. Yeah. So and Dave's actually quite high up, and he could probably sort you out with a job, Harry. Because yeah, like, mate, you're wasting and, your life. And if your name's Harry, like you're going to get a job. Shit. Not enough like, linen. Like even if you don't actually on. have any skills. We, we 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 generally don't hire people with skills anyway. But do, do you just like employ if Harrys? You, if Isn't that it really? 
narrow yeah. market. Harry's. That- well, there's a few Harry's out there. So like, if you, <laughs> yeah. Dave was telling me a story earlier that someone that was working, we <laughs> was working for the company. Well, he got fired because he was a bit loose. He was. He might have been dabbling on the ice, and then he popped up on the news. Yeah, they tend, they tend to pop up on the news with, with some sort of bad sort of story. We sort of tend to forget it, that they ever worked for us. That's generally the generally the way it works. But he so popped ha- on the news. He was in his underpants. Yeah. He tried to <laughs> jack a car in his underpants. Yeah, he tried to jack his car in the underpants. Yeah, we so that's, Harry, just, that's a um, lot to live up to. Yeah. Harry the high. He, that was Harry the high. He, he was high. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, Harry yeah, high. There was definitely something else going on there. Can I just circle back quickly and say, Harry Fisher, we love you. I'm only joking. Don't get a job. You've got yeah. a job. You're in a rock and roll band. I'm in a fucking rock and roll band. I've got a job. Yeah. Rock and roll camper. That's good. I'm just jealous that I have to go to my job. Yeah. Yeah. Work sucks, yeah. Work. It does. It's, there's better things to do. You could be out camping with Harry. Maybe that's what we should do. A um, episode on the road with Harry. Collabs. I'm on the board. I'm super keen. He's actually invited us. Um, along would be keen he wanted to have a beer with you last week because he listened to our last episode and he's like oh should we have a beer with andy while he's here i was like mate you fucking got to download that shit while it's hot off the press because he's already flown out oh so now i feel bad for just writing him off for being a doll bludger <laughs> um <laughs> ah look these things no, harry i would love to have a beer with you mate i think sit down with you have a beer just the two of us we don't need was there i don't really see why like i know you guys were friends first but it doesn't mean you have to stay Stay friends. You and I could be friends. Harry, just DM me, mate. Slide That's the into thing the with DMs. mates is you can have lots of them, not like your friends. You just can you? get one. Yeah, bloke mates, you get lots. You know, apes, mate. You can only have one best friend, though. Can you? Yeah, one at a time. You can't have multiple best friends. Everyone My knows that. Base is, is, that a, is that a reciprocal best friend relationship? Is it like have to be back? <laughs> or can I be best friends with you and you be best friends with Dave and Dave be best friends with yeah. me? They can do that, but it, that's not a real best friend. So, did okay. you ever have that that kid in school that that he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, was is my best friend," and you're sitting there and think, "The fuck, this like, kid's got you issues." Th- yeah, it's always like like the kids never really had a friend. You were nice to him for two days, and but then to he's be just fair, called you his best friend. You probably were his best friend then. In that case, yeah, he's not lying. No, he's just been overly truthful. Unnecessarily true. Remember our old housemate, we'll call him Brendan, not his real name. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he would have had a lot of best friends like that when he was at school. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a fair. He's feeling mean the... tonight. You fucking are very We're going to let Dave talk a bit more because he's a very Dave, nice young man. Dave, you've been living on an island. This is, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, actually. I have where, been living on an island. Living? I've been living on an island called Lord Howe Island. Just sort of just off New South Wales, sort of equal with uh, Port Macquarie, about two hours flight out from from there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've, I'd just, like I've, I've come back to Melbourne for a couple of months to sort of recoup the funds. Now I'm sort of heading back there for another five or six. Yep. Good place to live. Good, uh, good surf. Not that I surf. I'm gonna actually going to learn to try and well, I'm going to try and learn to surf this time. You should. You've got the skateboarding yeah. stees yeah. down and. Of, uh, from all accounts, surfing there is pretty good. I don't really know anything Just about get it. Get yourself a fat short board, good. and you'll be fine, mm. mate. I reckon. Yeah. Plenty of volume, not too long, so you can. Mm. So it feels like I'm a gonna... skateboard. Get a quad. Definitely get a quad. I've got the um the a, a board here you can take, but you probably won't fit it on the plane. But yeah. There's a, that six four. There's a, there's over a, there's there. A, there's it's all yours. It's a bit of a sh- 
bit of a timeshare, I think, over there with the um, the boards. Hopefully, I can sort of just grab one. You know what? I'll, I don't want this board. Maybe I'll just throw it in the water at Coogee down here and it might make its way to... Maybe just drift out there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'll just sort of get it. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff. Flip. Tell us about Lord Howe because when you first moved there, you sent me a job ad because I I sort of used to dabble in a bit of mapping stuff, kind of still do. And there was a job mapping rat distribution on the island it was, mm. and it was paying pretty good money and I was like ooh mm. I'd come and map some rats and apparently there's jobs going like shooting rats what's happening with the rats over there well well hopefully n- nothing now um, by the time I go over I think the rat eradication program should have wrapped up or ratted up wrapped up uh, wrapped up but can they ever get rid of all the rats well you know this is the divisive thing for the whole island they um, there's a, a point of difference between the between the community there they really um, sort of, you know, like it's it's a good case study for for an island of of you know like putting a small amount of people in one space and seeing how they get along. You know, um, I think um, it's like a micro yeah, of yeah it's it's of society. Good. But you've yeah, how many I, people are there? It went when it was it was about two hundred and fifty, three hundred locals. But I, you know, you as right as, as, as a as a tourist or someone a temporary <laughs> resident who's coming there. You want to stay out of anything to do with the the politics of going on that's going on there, but um, so is the like main is it um, tourism? Is that the main industry over there? Yeah, is yeah, t- d- definitely tourism. Rat milk. <laughs> yeah. Rat, yeah. Lots of rat meat. Rat there. meat was rat the meat, was the main milk, thing. So milk. so half the people had a lot of people. No, like I think there's just a lot of skeptics on the islands. Just, you know that if they're going to get rid of it, or everything or not. Fair enough, I guess. Um, do they take kindly to your kind around there? To to foreigners? Yeah. Like well, you got you, you got to you know you got to you got to put in, put in a piss off sort of scenario. I think. Okay. You know, are there like a lot can't. of um, people of the two hundred and fifty ish? Are there a few that have been there, lived there their whole lives? Like what percentage? Yep. Of that? And yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of generational families there. So like, fifth, sixth, seventh family. generation family. Yeah. Fucking hell! I bet they all look pretty similar. Well, I, yeah, I, look, I don't want to, I don't want to go too too much into the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, into the whole that whole uh, argument, but. But Dave, <laughs> you're from Tassie, as oh, am I. I'm from Tassie, so, so obviously I've heard all those s- jokes before. But, but is but, um, it, like Tassie's slowly breeding it out, I think. But yeah, there's there was never you know there's a lot more people in Tasmania. There's a lot than more Lord people Howe. in Tasmania than there are in Lord. Where Howe. did they come from, and how long have they been there? These Lord Howians. Lord Howians. Well, um, I've done a little bit of history on it, so but not much. So don't don't don't, don't Wikipedia can, me on can, this. Can um can I? No one Google this. <laughs> yeah. So so I was um but I was like I, I got Dave on the on the podcast. He's been living on Norfolk Island for um. You know, six months. I should look up some stats on Norfolk Island. (laughs) Maybe you could tell us about that later. I could fucking tell you all about Norfolk Island. I was like, oh man, this is pretty interesting. Hang on, Dave, tell us what you know about the history of Lord Howe and then we'll get... I'll counter it with some knowledge of Norfolk Island because it's pretty interesting. Oh, you're going to counter it? All right, cool. Um, Well, hang on, wait, 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 wait. We'll make this a quiz. All right, (coughs) David, what is the population of Lord Howe Island? Population, okay. So, residential population. Residential population. I'm going to say roughly 300... 350 max. Okay, and yep. Warren, what is the residential population of um, Norfolk Island? Norfolk Island, uh, Norfolk down Island. to down to 1600 from highs in 2011 of uh, 2200. 
um, is that because of the genocide or is that something else? That's due to a uh, drop in tourism, which has caused uh, quite a concern of recent for the island. Which um, are we, are we, are we, Norfolk Island we're talking about? Norfolk here? Island, yeah, yeah. Was, well, it sounds like he's researched Norfolk oh, Island. Researched Norfolk <laughs> so, right. For you, because he knew you were coming. So right. he's obviously... But I, I, I don't want him to waste the knowledge, so I'm going to try and... Continue to go with something else. So, okay. Um, what is the main industry of Lord Howe Island, David? Well, I would say it would be tourism. It's got to be tourism. There's nothing Followed else by? Followed by... Rat hunting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, rat eradication. Fishing, they're actually big fishing place actually What is the tallest point and what is the metres above sea level of the highest point on Lord Howe Island, David? Yeah, I think I've got this So Mount Gower is the tallest peak on the island Roughly 820 metres, I think, Uh, something like that I'm not checking any of this and, and then there's, there's also it's also offshore off Lord Howe Island is a the largest volcanic volcanic stack island or something. It's called Ball's Pyramid anyway. Big spiky. It's a big big thing. Dick Smith's been there. He's climbed it. It's a big it's a big deal. Go on, Dick. Dick Smith. Yeah, Dick Smith. He he's been around. Have you climbed it or have you just been out there in a I've boat? I've been out there in a boat. I was vilely ill actually <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, for the trip. Uh, I don't travel well on the sea. How far on a boat is it to that <laughs> island, from um, the island? Yeah. Looks about, pretty close. Yeah, about 40, 50 minutes or something okay. from the... From yeah. that, that was pretty... So it's not just with, a... With a yeah, pretty lo- high-speed lo- boat. Long enough to get seasick yeah, if you're I went soft. Out, I went out with my wife um, on, the, on the dive on the dive boat there. They were all in high spirits. I was a little bit green the whole time feeding, but that's feeding cool. the fish just feeding the fish mate you're doing your yeah part. yeah like Correct. i was in good spirits but it it wasn't you know i would have enjoyed it more if i wasn't sick seasickness is horrible and it doesn't you can't lose it doesn't I, get I, better I, until you step foot on I land i stepped really. foot on the sand and i was better straight away it was amazing mm. and it, i think it's a lot of it's mental as soon as you start thinking about it happening it happens that's right like not think about it that's right it's, you, if we, you have we, a couple we of beers, th- it's, it often helps because your body... No, like no you that's, that's, that's got to be a myth. No, 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 be because because when you booze right, you have been drunk a number of times and your body's like, oh, we've got beer and we're going to be dizzy, but we got this, we're all good. We're going to still party here, persist. And and so you kind of like kicks you into that, oh, we're just a bit drunk. That's fine, we've been here before. Whereas when you're on a boat, you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, I, I, was, I don't know what's going on. I was listening to a guy on a podcast today and he's <clears throat> talking about um, virtual reality headsets and yep. apparently the same thing if it moves too fast yeah you get sick because your body th- thinks that 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 you've it basically you it must be the same with seasickness your body thinks that you've eaten something bad and that's why you why everything's Spinning. rocking so it makes you f- throw up my mum my gets really bad travel sickness she got crook at a pub in Warrnambool we made her play Daytona and she actually didn't last a full lap and she got out and she's like had to go to the toilet so she was Daytona yeah playing the Daytona, the seat, playing the Daytona, Daytona unit doesn't even move right like the seat doesn't even move it's not like one of those yeah but she couldn't handle it she was zipping around she was inside the car in the view where you can see the roll bars and she was just hating it going too fast yeah. around the track yeah. and then had to step out I threw up at the Royal Hobart show when I was in, <clears throat> uh, it might have been primary school or it could have been early high school 
it's the the something express it was like it was spun around in circles alpine express the alpine express hello and i got on with a girl from school oh got off walking down trying to be cool spewed on me jumper (laughs) (laughs) that'll happen i can't do any of that i still can't do the rides that spin like i'm I'm not much of an upside down sort of guy don't like the upside down stuff not good yeah yeah. yeah. Anything that spins you in a circle, not good. Anyway, so you're heading back to the island, Dave. I am. On Saturday. On two I'm days. Saturday. Saturday. Hang out in Coogee with me for a couple of days. Mm. I've taken the day off work so I can get day drunk with Dave in Coogee. Yeah. Sick. Which I reckon that's a great way to spend time and it's worth taking a holiday or a day of leave. Yeah, I feel so. I feel you need so to get nice. some content for one off the wood. A um, couple of, bit of a pub tour if you're getting day drunk. You know, even if it's just, you know... A, a, a BYO tin off the park bench. Well, I've set my home, home studio up, so we might might record some tunes. Get 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 the yeah, Bitterman album number two on the go. Yep, we could do with some tunes for the back end of the potty as well. A couple yeah, of I'm live sure ones. We'll come up um, with something sooner or later. One of these bands we've been flogging is going to call us out for the royalties off our. Fuck them. <laughs> Let them let them come. Yeah. That's what they say. Let the lawyers come. Let is what the they lawyers say, come. <laughs> that's what your boss says, doesn't yeah. he? Let them come. Uh, ain't ain't nobody gonna mess with Harry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of the first songs we played on the podcast was Saturday by um the Bitterman, our band. And da- I was just thinking about that because it's called Saturday. Mm. And Dave wrote this song. He sent. I wish I've, I've got a little demo on my phone somewhere. But Dave sent the demo to us, and um, what the lyrics don't even talk about you, do they? They do. He's basically written. It's Dave's first like proper song he's written. Yeah. It ended up being quite good for us, and he's written a song called Dave. Yeah. About Dave. Yeah. And it got played on Triple J National Radio. So first song written, you write it about yourself, you call it, you name it after yourself yourself. and you get it played on National Radio. I reckon that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll call, yeah, I'll claim it. It's, it was a bit, maybe a potluck, but... uh, Potluck. The song song is, yeah. The lyrics, what are the lyrics even about? I don't even know, actually. I don't even know how they came about. Fuck knows. Um, it's too late for rhythm, rhythm and reason. We we put some. It's, it's sort of about a, a snow snowboarding experience potentially. There's a line I in think. there about you owning the same, same snowboarding yeah. kit. That I picked yeah. that line out listening to the song, and I asked yeah. you, Andy. I was like, "Did you write that about Dave? Is that about Dave?" And so I think I I actually might have written that line. But so another so year on with the same gear on, because so Dave has been wearing the, the same snowboarding yeah. pants for as long as I've known him. Yeah, people who know me say I'm a bit of a tight tight ass when it comes to snow gear. I've never actually purchased anything more than one set of snow outfit. Dave's and I've snowboard been snowboarding pants. for like 15 years. Yeah, so. literally have holes in them that you could put a fist in. Yeah. Now, if anyone, I don't know if you know much about snowboarding, but it's done in the snow, um, which is often moist. So when you do buy the snowboard pants, you often the reason you buy the particular pants is to keep the moisture out. So when you've got a hole the size of your fist in your pants, they become useless. And I reckon that yeah, a good decade of those pants. Yeah, can, yeah. can you and give I us still, some? And I still wear them. I still it's like a hundred bucks for a new pair. Yeah, mate, that's hundred bucks though. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you give us a give the listeners out there a tip, Dave, in um, 
what gives a, an, an outfit longevity? You know, do you go for the fluoros because they're timeless, or do you go for no? You, know, you what's go your for kit look you like? go for your gunmetal greys. You go for your st- stock standards. They're gonna yeah. last. They're gonna they're gonna last the time. You know, like they're not gonna die out. Your fluoros yeah. and your your retro and your vintage. You know, uh, g- gag sort of uh, items. They're not gonna last that long. Well, you, you're gonna go for gunmetal greys and your your blacks. They're gonna last around. Mine, mine's grey. Mine's grey, and and they've been around for a long time. They're Volcom. Is Volcom even a brand anymore? I have no they idea. Are. But but they they're Volcom, and they've they've been good to me. You wouldn't buy their snowboard pants, but um, <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah does, actually, does anyone want to buy them? Uh, you know, they're, they're think, for sale. <laughs> you actually purchased some new boots recently. I did. Yes. So, yep. Dave, Dave yep. and I were partners in music, but also partners in backcountry shredding over the years. And was you were involved in one of the original backcountry trips that we did back in New Zealand in oh, 2007? Yes. I was telling someone this story only yesterday. So brilliant. This I is just, where you're going. I just feel like that was a pivotal moment in Dave's life that really <laughs> made him the man he is today. In that we, I don't know how far it was, but we, the group of us hiked out maybe five or six K out behind Snow Farm in near Wanaka there. So what Snow happened, Park. Dave? Like what? what? It Snow Park, Snow, Snow Park. Park. No, Snow Farm is where we were, which is out near Snow Park. Snow Park doesn't exist anymore. Oh, what? But it's right. on the other side of the valley from Cadrona. Um, it's a mountain range, which I can't think what it's called at the moment. But basically, we Pisa went out valley, there. Isn't it? Yeah, the Pisa, Pisa Range. Yeah. Went out there, camped in a hut, drank some booze, and went and mucked around on the on the slopes. And I just something. What happened to your ankles, Dave, on the way back? So, when we were riding a bit in the backcountry, I think I had a bit of a, a bit of a stack. It wasn't, not, it wasn't anything too serious. A bit of a jar in the ankle. It's enough to, it was enough to, aggravate me. And then we went to sleep. And I, I was bitching and moaning the whole trip because I, I came ill prepared. I was, I was wearing my one outfit, and <laughs> I didn't, I didn't bring now. a sleeping bag. And we, were, oh, there was, there was right. ten of us in the bloody camper van. It didn't. You know, like ten, ten of us in a camper van, <laughs> parked halfway up the Remarkables, yeah. and Dave's trying to sleep yeah. with the world's shittest sleeping. With the world's slept yeah, in your I had in your some sort of summer, and your ski gear. For yeah, the I had whole my trip. full ski gear on. I had, I, yeah, I, the sleeping bag was like it was meant to be a summer sleeping bag. It was one of those paper thin ones that you get from from like Big W or something. I don't know. I got but, it last minute from some mate, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah, we yeah, I, I injured myself and then, and we're walking back and and I'm just bitching the moan to the guys and I and it came to a point we're we're probably hindsight it was probably about an hour out from the car. I just sat down on the s- snow and I said, Guys, I'm not going any further. I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and I remember Watkins looks at me, he's like, Well, fuck mate, that's not gonna help you, is it? <laughs> It was I a real life changing moment. He said, "Mate, got, you just gotta, you just gotta, just gotta get out of there." It's like everyone just looked at you. It was like, "You don't have a fucking choice." You got no like, choice because we ain't gonna carry you unless your legs snapped in half. <laughs> so shut the fuck up and keep walking. And I think you just yeah. g'd yourself back up. And I you, did, and you dragged that. Your ankles a, were fucked. It was a, it was a great, <laughs> was it was a great example buggery. of what you can do when you know your your body says no, but your mind. When you and put you, your mind to it, you can do it. You can do it, you know. Like, and I did it and I got there. You did. And you know, I got there and you know, like I did 
Obviously and moaning and groan for the rest of the trip because I'm a winger. But now you you are one of the hardest cunts yeah, to do I a think backcountry trip I think with. I will put it out there. the man that I am today. Absolutely. Which is still pretty soft, but better than it was. Harder than me, that's for sure. Harder <laughs> so than a me. lot to be said for having shit mates, that's for sure. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> make you the man that you if are. If you grow up with really good mates, then you just grow up soft. Fuck yeah. Um, that I remember when we got back because Snow Farm was the last little bit and it's quite steep. And we kind of looked back and Dave, you were dragging about 500 metres behind everyone. We could see her. And we're like, well, we can see the car park, kind of. We're like, fuck it, let's just get out of here. So we just punched it straight up and walked back to the car and we're all changed and stuff. And you were about maybe like 25, 30 minutes yeah, behind I would us. have been a bit behind. But, but no one was going back to collect you or wait nah, for you. By everyone this time, was sick of hearing my shit, I reckon. Yeah, so we just fucking left you. We're like, well, fuck it. He makes it or he doesn't. We'll just, we'll wait for him. Like, we're not going to drive off or anything. I think because Mimi had actually left by this time. So yeah. we'd lost the mother of the group. <laughs> and and we were like, we just group. fucking lost it. None of us knew how to act. <laughs> we were like, yeah. ah, fuck it. He'll be fine. But yeah, I, no, you toughed it out and uh, got back. It's good. I, but I don't think it's a bad way to be. Because I think nah. if if the shit actually hits the fan, then I reckon everyone's going to be there for each other. But up until that point, it's tough love all the way. Mm. Like I, mm. I took um, a friend, Charlie. So a mate of mine, not it's a Charlie, it's a girl. Um, we went out to a backcountry trip to Mount Bogong, which Dave, you and I have done f- quite a few times. Yeah. And it was great. We're out there. Um I was a fair way ahead on the skin out just because I'm, you know, a fair bit fitter than her. (laughs) And modest too. (laughs) Uh, So I got to the top and I was up, there was a real sketchy corners bit at the end and um, you had to go up under this corner so it was really icy and I was like, oh, that was a bit sketchy but I made it up around there and I just sat up on the top and had a few snakes, you know. Um, Alan's snakes, Hmm. best ones. And I was there for... I sat there for like half an hour. I was like, where is Charlie? She, she, maybe she's resting. So I, I went, walked down to the corners, looked over and she's all the way down at the bottom. I was like, no, oh, she must have been resting. I'll go and sit down again. And anyway, Charlie's finally made it up. And then she's like piercing blood out of one of her hands. So she'd basically, she'd got all the way to the top of the corners, slipped over, tried to grab the corners, ripped her hand up and fell to the bottom. And, um, but I, you know, but she's fine. She's bleeding. So, what is the right thing to do there? If it was you, Dave, I'd be like, "Meh, you've cut yourself. You'll be right. You, Press you on." Don't, you and don't and that's that's how it was. I mean, she's called me that that I'm a bit harsh and a bit um, nah, callous like for that. But I don't think so. I think like if she fell down, broke her leg, I'll be all over it. But if you cut your well, hand she, and fall down... You're saying she made it back up to the top of the hill after the she slip. F- she fell from top well, to I bottom. I think that's probably character building, if anything, oh, isn't it? She, I can sense the character... Yeah. I think like hindsight will see it as a character building exercise. At the time, maybe you're a little bit heartless. Charlie listens to this podcast too. Yeah. So, um, Charlie... Well, Charlie, if, yeah, if you're listening, I'm on your side. Yep. You Charlie, build character. Char- <laughs> One day you'll be as good a bloke as Dave if you keep... Falling down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Andy once, um, well, I was picking a, packing a first aid kit for a trip somewhere or other. And I was like, do I need, do I need these? Just a bunch of band-aids. And you said to me, Andy, like, if you need a band-aid, you probably don't need a band-aid. And I was yeah, like, but I heard, I read that advice. somewhere. It was like, if you, if you're need packing, a, if you're packing a first aid kit, you're fucking wasting your time with band-aids. Cause if you need a band-aid, you don't need a band-aid. It's too small. Like if you do 
actual damage. You need real shit. L- like yeah, you need a um, like what do you call it? Like one of those big bandages. A triangle things. bandage or yeah, a compression tri- triangular bandage is all you need in yeah. your first aid kit. Yeah, but you can use a t-shirt and stuff for that. So you don't exactly. even so need anything. <laughs> so no, so first aid kits are useless. Is that you what need you're scalpels? Saying? That's scalpels. what you're saying, and I agree. Like yeah. uh, scalpels in there, staples, um, weapons, staples. staples, scalpels, a needle. Um, need some sort of strong painkiller. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> and oh, a yeah. mobile phone. Maybe you like, should be encouraging. Realistically, take, like, you need a little bit of heroin and a mobile phone. It's like I've snapped my femur. There's fuck all we're gonna do about this. I'm how long is the helicopter going to yeah, take? How long Half an the hour. Okay, here, I've, got, I've, got, a, I've got a bit of heroin. I've got <laughs> enough right. heroin. Let me ration the heroin <laughs> for for the six minutes the chopper's going to take to but get that's here. That's it, though. Hopefully. What else are you going to do? Oh, We're not right. resetting legs and whatnot. I'm not cut out for that. Oh, can I tell a quick story? Which might be this. It's I, your podcast. I don't see why. Yeah, not. it's my <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> I caught up with my sister um, in Sydney the other week. She was up here for a training course, and she's a paramedic who flies around helicopters and to rescue people and she was with some other people there was another another paramedic and two surgeons who do emergency surgery so all and me so the conversation was normal and but it kept drifting to amputations in the field and opening chest cavities in the field without fail and i would and then they'd get right into it I was like, you guys, f- f- you, to start with, you've all got Asperger's. But um, I try to bring it back to a normal conversation. But without fail, we went back to cutting people's limbs off in the field. And yeah, uh, that's I was just like, guys, this, this work chat is brutal. Like, <laughs> to fucking read the, read the room here. There's yeah. like, I can't get involved in this conversation. But this is what people, like, it's what's normal for you, right? So they're used to seeing that shit. So that's fine. You know, like we're toughening up Dave and Charlie. They, you know, like if they're gonna fall over and cry about it, and someone's gonna come over and you know baby them and carry them stuff, they're gonna get used to that stuff. So we, it is like you said, character building. You know, this is what your, what your uh, the lifestyle that you you're growing up in. I reckon. Yeah. Like, well, th- maybe it, that built character for me that that dinner. And next time there's a ski accident out in the backcountry with Dave, I'll just amputate his leg. Yeah, so like, oh, I've seen this, Dave. We'll just fucking cut it. It sounds off. like it's not Fine. super successful. If you cut I reckon limbs off, they die a lot. So, oh, yeah. are you saying that their work chat, that their work chat that was, was about amputees, amputating, am- amputation yeah. and stuff? See, my work chat's generally about the weather and boring shit like that. Yep. You know, like that's probably a standard sort of work chat. To, to be like, fair, I didn't I mind it, but they were getting too technical with what was going on, and I was trying to bring it back. Mm. So they were talking about opening up chest cavities to get involved in there somewhere, and talking about losing blood, and they were getting real technical. So I brought it back, and this is some like quite well-known surgeon guy. I was like, so if they're bleeding that much, can we not just catch the blood and put it back in as you go? Like, yeah, good. And then he told me the science about. He gave you some yeah, sort of science you can, mumbo jumbo, but, did he? But you need to run it through yeah. some sort of machine. You're putting diseases, right? Because it's no, it, it 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 once it gets oxygen, it clots. So you basically need to run it through a machine uh, or something like that. So you're like basically that. just right. pumping a tumor or a bloody um, a tumor, an aneurysm. What's it called when you get a fucking aneurysm. a blood clot? Just yeah, yeah we're pumping. We don't know what we're talking about. In. Just put it back in the foot, then you know that'd be right. But like these people deal with some crazy shit. More than a cut finger and falling down the mountain and mm. more than Dave's sore ankle. Yeah. Well, the other thing I saw with you, Dave, was you were complaining about your toes 
your yeah, boots being well, too small? That was, that was really my own doing. I uh, purchased boots that were on sale, um, about two sizes too small for my feet. <laughs> so that'll, that'll do it, won't it? And I, did, I didn't I did do that just once. I did it three times. So my toes still to this day, they don't grow particularly well. <laughs> like, Can I say yeah. though, that was the worst I've seen. You whinged and whinged, but you kind of didn't, not like the old days. You were just like, my toes are a bit sore. Yeah. These boots are a bit shit. Yeah. We finally get back as 11Ks across yeah. back to the car. You get get back, take take your shoes off and your toenails are black they're as black, night. They're black just, as night. They're yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. And then, so it's like, oh, Dave, that doesn't look good, mate. Yeah. Your toes are fucked. Like, I've been telling you this you for the jammed, whole trip now. You jammed your thumb in, oh, in yeah. the car door. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It was snowing out. That's right. Snowing outside. I was hurrying to get my boots off because my feet were in agony. And uh, here I am. My boots have been released. I've released the pain from my feet. Everything feels good. I put my hand on the side of the passenger door and we've closed the door because it's blizzard outside, slammed it on my fingers and uh, slammed it in the... in in my fingers and yeah and then <laughs> my five fingers also black after that as well <laughs> uh, do you have a driver's license at this stage Dave uh, no no still still passenger at this time I don't think I have my license at this point late, blo- late bloomer on the license late uh, bloomer on the license that was yeah. classic we do a road trip with Dave around New Zealand for five weeks and, you know we're sharing the driving and what have you Dave 20 21 year old man no license yeah, but, uh, but did you? But to be fair, like you did your time up front. You knew you that you were you know lacking in the qualifications, but you made up for it with the co-piloting spirits. Look, I, the, I, I took the co-piloting spot seriously. Very seriously. When you, when you co-pilot, you ha- you have to take the role seriously. So like when you you are a passenger, you've got to you got to put in, put in or piss off. I say anyone who anyone who sleeps there is they're they're a dickhead. Absolutely, we've yeah. uh, we've definitely um, been across that in this podcast before. Oh, you've like, covered yeah. you've covered that. Oh, well, that's good. I'm on the same board as the other guests. You're on that's board. Fine. You had um you actually on that trip made a bench seat because it was two front seats, and then you made out of two skateboards a bench seat across. That's it. That's right. We did too. In between them, it was epic. It was like yeah, the, yeah, um, great little spot. There was one time on that trip too. That I don't know if you remember. I remember very vividly that you we were a team on that. We all slept in the van together. We ate together. None of us had any money, so we're all on board. And then one day we might have been hung over, and you snuck off and got around the dirty bird. In, yeah, um, that's right. Yep, in I did. Wherever that was, and you in, feasted in Queen, on the dirty bird on the Queenstown. We'd had a big night, and uh, we're all on the budget, and yeah, we're all sort of made a pact: no fast food, no fast food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. We're all eating together. We're pretty good as a team. We'd all been pretty good, you know, even though we're spending copious amounts of money on liquor at that stage just not food pick anyway. your battles pick your battles <laughs> yeah, pick your battles certain things you yeah. need and then I snuck off to KFC had myself a sneaky little two piece feed no doubt yeah and, I and ca- we drove I, and we came back and then we did the windy drive to fucking uh, where was it <laughs> oh, Invercar Inver- yeah, Hill or some down that way. some cold place down there and uh, yeah halfway on the trip I was feeling a bit seedy and uh, we had to pull over, and, and I remember you guys got that on film. I 
Yeah, I, we I believe you got me being, being sick on From oh, memory, busted. you had a large chips. Large KFC chips is all you had. Is eh? that just the chips? That's right? what you told us, anyway. Oh, oh is mate, that no, what I told was, you? Oh, the yeah, truth's coming s- out now, isn't until it? Until you spewed Probably it up, and then there was Dirty down. Bird on the fence, there was feet. chips. <laughs> I could yeah. see the gravy and the yeah. and the mashed potato, mate. You'd yeah, and, and the and the footage just tells tells a story. You guys have no sympathy at all no for sympathy. what was going on there. You know, maybe yeah, because you fucking Again, dog hard the boys. lessons. Hard yeah. lessons learnt. We, we you say. dog the boys. That's what we say. We always dog refer the to these. And it's the hard boys. lessons learnt, and it builds character. Mm. Um, I, I think this Dave is had more character build than others. Wait, this <laughs> podcast wasn't to give Dave shit for his what happened twelve years ago. Yeah. Hey, Dave, are it's you just telling us? It's telling the story about. It's telling the story of Dave and how he became the sick yeah. cunt that he is today. Yeah. yeah. And that's Dave, because we were one of the best bass players in the world. One of the best bass <laughs> players of all time. I want, I want to ask. I, do you I know, can add to that. Sorry, go. Was are you, you mates you with Timmy? Tim? Yeah, Ooh. I'm fucking chomping at it. Are you mates with Timmy K? Um, I know Tim King. Yep. Tim, Timmy, we just called him Timmy K. Timmy K. But Timmy if you K. want to say his full name, Timothy King, that's fine. Timothy James King. Look yep. him up on yep. Facebook. Write yep. him off as a pussy. <laughs> yeah. So Timmy got a fucking <laughs> flogging in the last episode because did he? Timmy's. Oh. The, she just did. can't do anything with apparently, but um, did he? yeah, oh. I've I've wanted to offer. I feel bad, like we should offer an opportunity to defend himself, but you know, I'll give mm. you a few, you know, some airtime now if you'd like to defend Timmy K as a good bloke to. You want me do to defend adventures Tim. with? Well, it's just yes or no, mate. Well, it's hang on a sec. Like, so, so you want me to defend Tim King as a guy? Because I'll do that. But uh, in that situation that you're referring to about the. Uh, a kayaking incident or something? Yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah, know yeah. much about it, so I don't know if I can really no, comment. You, I think we'll both sit here and defend Tim King as a good bloke. He's a great bloke. One, one of the best. Absolute one of the one best. One of the best. But, was you're saying to defend him as a good bloke to do adventures with. I don't yeah. think we can stand here and vouch for him. Because <laughs> we just... We haven't seen any evidence of this. <laughs> no evidence for the positive. Okay. No, because... That's but that's not like, his... I said this last week. It's not his fault. He, if he had been there when Dave was going through the hard lessons learnt in New Zealand and the hard lessons learnt, you know, wherever, he'd be a, he'd be a different character. If he found his mate, you know, out of his kayak in the middle of uh, the Southern Ocean, he's not going to go straight for the Coast Guard. He's going to tell him to harden the fuck up and get back in the kayak. Harden up. Yeah, or just paddle back in without him and yeah. let him sort sink. it out for himself. Well, <laughs> well, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have been out in the kayak in the first place, but, you know. Doesn't travel well on the sea, old Dave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dear, oh dear. No, yeah. fair enough. Um, bass playing, Dave. Bass Talk playing. to me about playing bass because when we started the bitumen, it was a bit of something for a bit of fun. You had musical experience with... Uh, Maybe playing a bit of ukulele and a bit of electronic stuff and yep, yep. But it was in like your family's quite musical. It's in your blood, sort of. Yeah, my brother is brother is a uh, well, he's a bass player. Um, in a in a cover band, pretty successful cover band in yeah. Queensland. They've done quite well. Makes the ching. Makes the ching. Uh, so enjoy enjoys it enjoys the the cover music. Yeah. Um, so we put you on the bass and obviously I played guitar before but I hadn't done it for a while. Yeah. And Matt had played drums before. Yeah, so we we sort of decided we th- we thought we need some bass. Like it's going to be a bit hollow without the bass. We need someone to do bass. David, can you play the bass? I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. No worries. I haven't really actually played a guitar ever, but but if we're going to start somewhere, I'll start with the bass." So anyway, I'm starting the bass and 
it was pretty fun I actually I you know everyone slags out the bass as being a bit of a you know a bit of a oh, you know like oh it's what not really a guitar but you know it's actually like, it's got a bit of fun there's a bit of fun into it I look reckon. people might say that it's it's a guitar but but for retards a guitar for retards <laughs> guitar for retards exactly but it's that's not that's the term so after I found a real good a real a real a real good a real a real challenge to play bass and sing I think that was that's actually the real the that real is thing actually I got out of it. It was where really hard. it gets super tricky is yeah playing, like playing bass guitar and singing, singing the guitar really sort of tricky. goes along with the with the melody playing yeah. bass and singing it's like it does they don't match they and it's a pretty match. difficult skill to master you did a pretty pretty good job of mastering it but I I, I really like what you did with um, the bass effects because there's not many bass players out there with a big rack of pedals. You've got to have a bit of fun, right? You've really racked up those pedals and you've yeah. got some pretty fucking yeah. sick sounds over, going on. Over time, I was able to acquire a bit of technology. Um, in fact, much the, to yeah, the, the dismay the, of the missus. The, the pedal board ended up costing more than the guitar twofold. Good. But, um, but you know, yeah, you got to experiment. you got to you got to take it somewhere, don't you? Like, it's good. Where, where's the pedal board and bass now? Where is it it's at in, the moment? In Currently, storage, I'm it's guessing. in storage. I know. Damn. It sucks. I know, but we, need you know, to we, get had, some, we had some. We had some distortion. We had some. some distortion. We had some synth pedal. We had some wah. What else do we have? Wah. A bit of octave pedal. Good, good stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with with the lower end. If people want to hear your bass pedals in action. What song do you reckon they should listen to on the Bitterman album? Oh, yeah. Which is called Reverb and Alcohol and is found on any streaming service that you may that choose to use. I think maybe... What would be um, the song to go on here, Dave? Really letting that bass loose. Um, ooh. They've all got a bit of bass, bass, bass effects well, Obviously, in it, the bass player is integral to every song. Young board. No, but I'm, I want to hear I, this, I, I this feel, pedal board in action. I feel that, yeah, I feel you've you've hinted there. Young boy's probably the song. Young boy. Yeah, young boy. Young boy. It's got some real. Um, we had a a real real bit of fun with the bass distortion, wah, and a synth effect that was going on in the uh, sort of solo sections of that with the so bass guitar. It was pretty get out pretty there fun. And have a listen to that. Yeah. The bitterment. Yeah. Young boy. So a little bit off. Uh, it goes a little bit sideways from the rest of the album. That song, but but whatever. I think a bit we'll of fun. A bit of fun to be had there. What's um the go with the bitter men these days? Because obviously I heckled you, Andy, about being the bitter men don't exist, mate. Because you all live in different states, but we live in the clouds these days. And are you guys gonna get together and make some tunes? Mate, you? I'm gonna tell you what's happening. So we're gonna we plan to make a, a another album over the next twelve months, but via the interwebs so i've got my little studio here in coogee dave's gonna have his little studio set up in um lord howe and then matt matt's getting getting his little drum machine to make some sweet beats in in london London fucking london and we're gonna send some um we're gonna be sending tunes around for the next 12 months sending it sending it and uh yeah and then we'll get someone to uh pull it all together and polish up that turd i think is what i said in (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you basically get it all together over the next twelve months, give it to someone who's who can polish a turd and um yeah, put it out there and hopefully someone listens to it. 
Because when, um, when you um, when you polish a turd or the, take that those tunes, because so as I dirty, should say, when we when we take a get a producer to make it sound really good is what I meant. So what they're called sound sound engineer is that the same as a producer? Well, if you want to get technical about it, I think a sound engineer is probably more of a mixer. Right. But um, yeah, the guy that we use, he's a producer and a sound engineer and a. So it's the producer, the chef, and the he's got the ideas and the recipes, and the, well, yeah, the sound so engineer I, is the guy who's t- executing. To be fair, we were probably the producers in mm. that we had the ideas, but he was the guy with the technical smarts to pull it all together. Yep. Um, so I guess he would be the sound engineer, but he, yeah, Adam Kalitas, Toyland Recording Studio in. Um, Fucking where is North, it? Northcote. Northcote North in Melbourne. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. a he's a he's a genius. First, we, first day we spent with him, he was like, "Well, this guy's a bit, bit weird. Don't really know how to get along with him." But then, the more time we spent with him, the more we just realised that he's just a he's a professional and he takes no shit and he's got no time for small talk, mm. and he fucking gets the job done. That's he's what you a want. Bit of a legend, actually, yeah. old Adam Kalitsis. Yeah. So what do you what do they actually do to the music? Because like, I have no idea. What do they do to the music? Like, how, what's he actually do? How does he polish a turd? I mean, like, what? All right, so... a bit up here and a bit down there. You want, like, how are it going to be? Do you want to learn... A, do you want me to tell you about this? Mate, this is what the podcast is about. About Teach learning. Me. I want to be a learned human. You, I know the population of North Record Oklahoma a song. Now. So, well, one, he's got a studio with, with expensive microphones and expensive equipment and soundproof rooms. So, yep. so you're capturing things at the best possible way of capturing them, Right. Much like our podcast with the amazing audio quality that we achieve. (laughs) So (laughs) that's the step one of having someone like that. (laughs) Step two is each individual sound in the mix, he will get the most out of it by removing any frequencies you don't like and and adding effects to them to, to, to make the sound bigger and to make the sounds sort of fit together so that they're not fighting each other for, for space. Then he'll take yeah. it and he'll he'll probably add a bunch of shit in himself, like he had a bunch of loops and extra drums and stuff, and put all that in there. So, yeah. Uh, then he'll mix it up and spin it around and ha- turn it down. How do you get down. that? Like, um, you know, you listen to a tune, right? A tune. Yep. Say you record it on your phone or something, or whatever. Like you did yes. this tune, but then to get that like big band feel, like a really full, thick sound. Do you know what I'm trying to? Reverb and alcohol. So That's how reverb. you do it. You basically so turn you the reverb, reverb right up and up. you drink. Yeah, no, look, okay. there's no Good. answer to that, I don't think. Um, but you add... Jesus, I think people study this for years. How do you sum so it up, Dave? How do you achieve that big sound? Bit of Jesus, bit of reverb, bit of alcohol. Well, there's a bit of skill involved, but there's a lot of luck as well. Yeah. <laughs> right, Right place, right time, really. It's got to be the case, isn't it? That's how all the good albums were written. Yeah. Just fucking luck. It's all oh, luck, man. Luck. Right that. place, right time. You know time. what, though? There's, there's a bit of luck involved because I was, I was listening to someone talk about it. Like, a lot of music is down to the vibe that's captured. And yep. if you take, like, a genius musician and give them a, an iPhone, they're going to record amazing music because they write amazing songs and they capture the vibe no matter what. Like, they're great performers. We're not that, yeah. so hence we get. A, we need. We, we need get someone to. to we need the polisher. Beat. We need the turd polisher. Yeah, it's a turd polisher. You're like, yeah, fuck. You add reverb. 
pretty much that sorts everything out. Yeah, you're making it listenable as well. Blow like, the back end out is what they say. Yeah, I, I um, like I sent you that podcast the other day, and and granted that for our new listeners, we've come a long way from our first couple of episodes. New microphones, new setups, new way of recording over the into clouds and what have you. But and it sounds a lot better. Whereas I listened to a podcast with had someone particularly that I wanted to listen to talk, and I the sound was all wrong and the sound the lady's voice just kept hitting the high notes and it was like fingernails on a chalkboard and then he was sounded like he was sitting in the toilet and the microphone was in the lounge room and it was <laughs> well, maybe he was yeah but know. that's probably the it problem like he was in the toilet and the yeah. microphone wasn't maybe in the he, room. how far into yeah. the podcast were you maybe he was in the toilet maybe well, i just went and took a shit before and no one noticed i was gone <laughs> that's, uh, hey i um, did that just then no one noticed. No, but you're right, and it's the same pace. with music. So like, like no you, one, no one needs to know how. It could be a great podcast. But hey, have you got any bar snacks? Was should we start thinking about that? We can think about bar snacks. Um, so a bar snack is just a quick subject, Dave. That we can have a. You, you feel free to weigh in on it. Right. Okay. Bar I haven't snacks. got any, but was you bring any? Um. Yeah. Well, most of mine are around Norfolk Island. Yeah, so, okay, well, uh, I'm pretty knowledgeable in Norfolk Island, that's fine. <laughs> Good, hit me. We'll, we'll do it, we can do a podcast on Norfolk Island. Yeah. Oh, look, at some interesting shit there. Hey, I'll tell you what I did watch um, the other night. This isn't a really, whatever, it doesn't matter. It wasn't a bar snack, it is now. Um, if That movie, 40 Days, 40 Nights, have you guys seen that? No. No, no I have not. Well, no, I'll fuck that off then. 2003 film about a guy who decides not to wank or do any of the sex for 40 days and 40 nights bit of Lent action not seen it sounds horrible no but I've seen the Seinfeld episode where they agree not to masturbate oh that George becomes a genius yeah yeah okay well look it's fucking irrelevant this then you need to have seen the film doesn't matter I'm not even going to continue Dave hit me with a bar snack Jesus It's fucking shit So, wait, so you were going to assume That everyone listening Had seen it And that was the only way This was going to be useful No it, it was It's a useful It was a useful bit of conversation If you've seen the film Well we can but talk about The benefits of not masturbating Of giving it up So what uh, Dave Give us one benefit Of giving up masturbating Well I was blind And now I can see <laughs> Was You got any benefits um, well, according to this film, all of the girls will will uh, want to sleep with you. All of them. Yep. Okay. Yep. That, that I haven't I haven't seen that turn, happen mate. in real real yeah, life. I haven't seen the film, have you? See, but I've also I've not spent more than two days off the off the um off the off tools, the so to speak. Um, <laughs> Never takes a long weekend, Andy. Never. You know what you <coughs> you. You don't go through as many socks, so you've always got clean socks to wear. Yep, true. That yep. that reminds me of a joke. It was uh, why did why did the um, sperm cross the road? I don't know why did the sperm cross the road? Because I put the wrong socks on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you got any more benefits of not masturbating, Dave? Uh, me. Yes. No. I think that pretty, much, I think it pretty um, much sums it up, doesn't it? I think so. You, you, you pack pack bigger loads, you know? You want to really send one back with a bit of punch. Boom! You know, really knock to get that load out, out what one. do you have to do? 
No, well, like, you know, this is between... You might be saving it up for saving someone up. special. So, just, you know, paint No, it is. It's delayed gratification. Mm. Better yep. feels. Better yep. feels, bigger loads. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. This teaches you self-control. You learn from it. Yeah, all right. That's enough benefits. There's no benefits. <laughs> this is another bullshit one where there are actually no benefits to it other than bigger loads. <coughs> Sounds like you just copped a big load back there. Yeah. Someone's just. Mm. Um, what else have we got, Dave? Do you use Uber at all? Uh, I haven't for the last sort of year. There's no Uber on Lord Howe Island. Is there Uber on your phone? Have you got the Uber app on now? your phone? Yeah, do you no, want to just I haven't currently. You haven't got the app on your phone? No, I haven't got the app on my uh, phone. That sounds like bullshit to me. Show us your phone. No, I haven't. It's, well, you deleted the app. No, because I, I lost my phone. I lost my I lost phone. My phone. I, got a, was I got a replacement phone from my okay. mate at work. And you, so, so how do you get around? Mind. How do you get around? You've been in Melbourne the last yeah, couple of months. Yeah, I've been months. driving around. I was what like if you're too pissed to drive? You drink driving? No. You've been drink driving, mate. No. Fucking hell. Well, I've, got a, I li- I've, been, I've got a van, so I just drink and then I sleep in the van. Perfect. Yeah, so that works. Yeah. But no, I haven't got Uber. Okay. Where are we going to go with the Uber? Well, this look, is a, this is hit a key me with the Uber thing. having our guests on. We need to suss out our we guests. We should have over. talked about this no, earlier. Let's talk but every guest, Uber, every guest I that have, we have... I have had Uber. Okay. Every guest we have on, we get them to get their phone out and tell us their Uber rating. And we use it as a oh, ranking okay. for how good of a person oh, they are. Yep. Okay? Yep. Okay. Well... Oh, you don't have it. That's fine. I, no, I, I reckon I, you can I download it. I think Dave would be one of the 4.9 plus I, I was a 4.9er, if, if that's where we're yeah. going with the star ring. I, oh, I certainly whatever. was a 4.9er. But you must have got in one real drunk and said something racist, surely. Nah, nah. A, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know, maybe. Not enough <laughs> to... Can I, I, I did have 4.9. I did have 4.9. Well, that's easy yeah. for you to say. I had five. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I had five. I had 4.9. No, no, because no one's going to believe five, yeah. but we might believe 4.9. Yeah, exactly. But I don't believe any of it you don't because believe until any I see the evidence. Yeah, right. But you know what? And I will tell you this. I've gone up. You've gone up. I've what gone from 4.73 to 4.75. Right. You've overtaken me. Yep. And I had You're an a excellent... You're a better bloke than me. I, I'm a better bloke than you. It's been proven. Um... Was it? Uh, it was only two weeks ago. You, I was a shitter bloke than you, but now I'm better. I'm still on four point seven four. I'm stuck below the threshold. Yeah, that's a cutoff to. I've just gave Paulus yeah. a um five star rating as so we speak. Does, that'll come back. Does Uber Eats count on the star rating? Is the question. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. No, it right. Was has got a man on the inside. I oh, do you. So you can we can find these things out. Yeah. I'd be interested to know that. Does Uber Some, Eats someone affect else, your Uber Someone rating? who orders Uber Eats all the time, hmm. do well, they increase their star rating for Uber No, overall? because that's just a do you support the app. There's no way they can judge you on the food you choose to order or... Well, what if you, you open the door and say, thanks, fuckwit, and then slam the door? Yeah. Then that's no stars. Or you could take it and say, thank you very much for the food. Yeah, I don't know. The, the problem with Uber Eats is there's a tip involved now, so they could... Really? Is there a tip uh, involved? Jeez, right. I'm out of the sea. I'm right. obviously out of touch here. Mate, you've been living on an island for yeah, too I've long. I've been living on an island, haven't I? Living on... Uh, where do you live again? Do, wait, do they yeah. have... Norfolk, Norfolk Island. Norfolk Island. Norfolk Island. The, uh, do they have skimpies over there? Do you have, do you have like, you know... Skimpies? Is there a pub? Yeah, is there a pub there? Is there a pub on Lord Howe Island? Yeah, I imagine... Yeah, well, there's... Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of drinking holes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Can but you do us a favour? Particularly as a pub, there's a bowling club and a and a golf club which you can drink. They got tap beer. Yeah, they got tap beer there. Can you take a cold tap beer off the wood and Lord Howe and post it? And I can tag do us that. In there? Yeah, I can do that. Shit, Hell yeah. Do you think that they'd increase tourism if they maybe had skimpies and you know the boys from Sydney could just zip over for a little, you know, one off the wood and a little. Just hang on a sec. But skimpies is a WA thing, right? I think it was an everywhere thing. It's just. But I'd never heard of it until we were in Geraldton the other day. Yeah, skimpies. Are we talking about strippers? What's yeah? No, no. It's like a a designated time of the day where the bartenders. Take their tops off. Yeah, no, right. no, they don't. Yeah. They wear skimpy outfits. Oh, skimpy. Oh, skimpy. They, so oh, they changed the them. Okay. Yeah. So they had they had they had rules, right? Where they used to just get their teats out, but um, they have to put the feeders away now, and you've got to have some bit of clothing over them. The so feeders. on the real, <laughs> the real nice. dodgy, um, the real dodgy places, they they wrap up in a bit of glad wrap and call that a top, but um, that's in the real dodgy pubs. Right. But I was in um, skimpies for a bush okay. walk the other day. And I came back through Redcliffe Tavern for the people in WA, which is right near the airport, and it's been around for fucking ever. Uh, the old Redcliffe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Redcliffe. It's in. The, it's a weird spot. There's like a service station, the girl guides, and then like the Redcliffe Tavern and a bottle shop, and they've got the entire timetable of the skimpies, which is pretty much every hour of the day, in there. So we're like, fuck it, we'll drop in, we'll have one off the wood here. And we went in and like. You know, I was there because the sign said skimpies, so we didn't stop for any other reason. We had beers in the car and at home. And it went in, and the girl behind the counter, the skimpy, she was about 19, I reckon. She looked very suspiciously like the the uh, the publican of the place. And I was like, it was just this awkward situation. Like, the only reason I'm in here is because it said skimpy. Now you're here, you're not wearing clothes, you're about 19. I was still the youngest bloke in there. Well, actually, Callum was, but the two of us together, still combined, were probably younger than every other bloke there. And I didn't. I was in this weird situation. Am I supposed to look? Am I supposed to pretend like I accidentally? Ju- I was just here, and you just happened not to be. Are you saying you clothes. knew her? No, she just. You're I, saying she was, was a bit weird. young. Look, the she whole was, thing's yeah, freaking like weird, s- like, sketchy as, and I called it out in Geraldton. I was like, I don't think. In what year are we in? 2019 like yeah it just seems f- is there guy are the guys taking their pants off nah there's no nah. skimpy bloke like, bars okay no. I get it if it's a strippers it's a strippers it's a designated yeah. area for fucking creeps to go yeah. Yeah. and and the and the ladies can make money but it's like the the bar the bar we went to in Geraldton was just a normal pub people watching football yeah so, so then what we just asked the staff to dress a bit slutty it just seems it's fucking outdated. It's and I think you guys over there weird. in the Western Australia need to pull your fucking heads in. Well, West is best, but we are. <laughs> West is best <laughs> and slightly behind the times. So yeah. but I, it was weird. Anyway, we were like, I was in this thing. I'm like, fuck. I, all right, I thought she might be a bit older. Now I don't look. But then I'm like, am I being rude for not looking? Are you? Spo- do you comment? Do you be like, oh, nice. You don't uh, comment. Denim underpants. You don't comment. You just pretend that it's normal, right? Do you want me to tell you a, a story about going to the strippers? After, oh, well, let, let me, I'll tell you what happened after this, right? You Hang on a sec, wait. Strippers. So with that, with that right. last question was... Uh, that was, you, no, you, it was rhetorical, I hope. It was rhetorical. No. Right. Onward, onward. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. Well, anyway, we played a game pool, right? We had one off the wood and then we 
the, we collected the pint glasses, took them up to the bar, and then like said thanks. You know, Callum, very polite gentleman from Scotland, said thanks, and um, and the publican stand like pops out from behind the fridge, stands next to this the the skimpy lass who looks a lot like her granddaughter, and was like, "Oh, that's it, boys. Are you going already? You're gonna go. You're leaving." And I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to. Yeah, yeah. We're just having a beer." And she's like. Oh, you you're gonna go already? Like proper you guilting us into sticking around and having another ten? Like it was like we didn't like what we'd seen, so we decided, nah, we don't need this. We're out. So you're we'll saying leave. that happened because you didn't comment on the nineteen year old? I don't know what we if we fucked up the. It was just a weird, odd, yeah, very strange situation. I didn't so know look, what was happening. My take on it would be: so you were driving past and you're saying there was no need to stop. It was two p.m. You had beers in the car. You had beers at home, but you saw the skimpy sign. Yep. Well, uh, who decided to stop? Who made the, that call? Because it feels I like made, something that I you would have said. Call. I said it. And Callum said, uh, yeah. "Go on then. Go on then. Go so on then. And you've oh, gone. go on then. Yeah, look. That's what he said something like that. Yeah. I think in hindsight, you you don't go in, and if you are going to go in, you own it and you comment for sure. Yeah, I think you got so it well. Nice tits, but on a bloke, get fucked. <laughs> no one's gonna understand that joke. No, that was an in joke. Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was weird. I drove past the same pub today, and I didn't stop. So I've broken the cycle. I think it's in I a similar vein. Sign out. Is that what you're I went to the back. strippers some some years ago. This is. This is before I moved to Melbourne, so it'd be a good 10 years ago. So let's, uh, my friend, not his real name, let's call him Aaron. Um, he, I went to his, now I don't go to the strippers, I'm not a fan. I just, I don't see the point. And I especially didn't see the point when I was single. Because like, why would I want to go somewhere where there's a bunch of women who you're not allowed to try and pick up? Do you know what I mean? Yep. Did, and yeah. So I don't yep. think sure. anyone yeah. here is a big strippers guy, except apparently was is now. <laughs> not strippers mate but anyway this winter. guy Aaron not his real name um, he he said come to his work for lunch so I've gone to his work for lunch uh, and he's basically knocked off and said let's go to the strippers I was like righto so I, I'm dead sober and so is so is he so we've gone to the strippers and we've grabbed a beer each and we had a beer and then we grabbed another one he's like let's go let's go sit down in front of the, the pole dancing I was like okay so we go and sit down in front of the pole dancing and there's a there's a young lady dancing on the pole and she's quite good at it and she's slowly taking her clothing off well while dancing on the pole. Well practiced. You know what they do. You know what they do. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron, not his real name, is just sort of talking dirty to me the whole time about <laughs> how hot he thinks said stripper is what he might do to her uh, given the opportunity if he were to you know take her out for a nice seafood mm. dinner mm. and things like that and he's and this is going on for some time and i'm sitting there with my beer thinking fuck this joint fuck this bloke who <laughs> is my yeah, Aaron and anyway she is sort of on the pole she stops mid pole looks at me not at Aaron and says hey Tell your fucking friend to shut the fuck up. What's his problem? <laughs> There's no one else in there. It's just us. Poor she's a, stripping etiquette. She's she's abusing me. And I said, hey, he didn't say anything. He said, nice moves on the pole. Back to it now. 
<laughs> and she was like, well, yeah, well, you better shut the fuck up. And I was like, yeah, no, he'll be quiet now. He's Anyway, I think he was drunk, actually. I think he was drunk before we got in there and I was sober. But anyway, she's gone back to dancing. Everything's super awkward. Like, you could cut the awkwardness tension with scissors. And there's bouncers around. There's no one else in there. And then Aaron, not his real name, is just happy to sit there and continue with the show and continue whispering into my ear all the things that he wasn't for. I was like, mate, we are fucking leaving because <laughs> we're going to get our heads kicked in by the bouncers. And I managed to get him out of there. No, I, I haven't. It sounds like you didn't have a good time. I had a fucking horrible time. It was terrible. No wonder you scared off from the skimpies in WA. Next time you're over, mate, we're going to go down Redcliffe. We'll get our skimpy on. Hey, we'll get her on the on the potty. I think we better wind this up. So, unless you've got anything else, was I had other things, but it's um it's late. We, we don't want to be here all night, but it would again. be it would be good to know what's got you frothing this week. Mate, I've got a big froth this week. I had a f- proper froth. Ooh, we got. Um, I gave my swag a birthday the other day. Got it. Um, got a new mattress. I went into Clark Rubber and um, bought the old mattress in there. Laid it down on the ground. You know, it's like a big warehouse sort of setup. And um, was looking for the proper mattress. They got pre-made ones, one to fit there. And I walked away. I found the mattress. And I turned around and I could smell my old swag mattress in Clark Rubber from about 10 metres away, you know, like, you know, 30-foot roof. It was rank. I was like, oh, Jesus, I definitely need to buy this. Anyway, the mattress made the purchase. 130 bucks or something. Had it, uh, had two nights on it this week. Incredible. Should have done it years ago. The The new swag mattress has changed, uh, changed my swagging days. I'm more frothing on the swag than ever before. So if you're out there and you've got a swag like mine that's been... If easily it's more than 15 years old I don't know when I got it maybe 18 years old or something and um, yeah needed a replacement it's overdue I think you should replace your swag mattress my sleeping bag's due that's about 15 years old I and think you should loofer. replace your swag they take up too much space in the car yeah way too much nah, space Dave are you with me on this yeah nah, nah. I'm, all, nah, I'm, mate, I'm on board Incredible! Like I rolled out. It takes you two room, seconds man. to sport it put up. It's a mattress. It's a you do know it's all in one. Boom, done. I'm yeah. in. Can't fit I'm anything else in though. Yeah. yeah, I got a Mate, swag. You get a what else you car. Nothing. Get you've got a fucking van, Dave. If you can't fit your swag in your car, get a bigger car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, no, I'd that's good. Definitely. It's good to on, get on a, the things. No, that, you got to get around it. That's right. I don't mind. I don't mind that. It got me frothing. It's got you frothing. It's got you frothing. That's amazing. I think there's just like like a swag. Is a small shit tent, right? It's a canvas coffin, mate. They're epic. exactly they're warm, way warmer than a tent. Easier. They're to not put way up. warmer than a tent. Are you kidding? It's fucking thick canvas. There's less it's air thi- in there. It lays on top of you, like it's a small nah, mate, shit tent. I've seen mine. That the, it's a I have coffin. seen it. They, they haven't. Ch- Swags are bullshit. They're small shit tents that take up too much room in the car. Give me a, a small light. Wait, tent with a good air mattress in there that I can chuck in my rucksack. So you've got to put rucksack. your tent up, then blow your fucking Mate. air mattress up, then roll your sleeping bag out, then get inside. Yeah. The I can do all that in about eight second. minutes. You can sit up and have a wank. And the, that's only the only, thing, the only good thing about a swag is that you can roll it out when you're super pissed. Yeah, yeah and then just crawl in. Done. Solid. Perfect, mate. Right. I'm sold. I'm sold. I've, I've gone like full the, um, circle on it. I was just a public service announcement the, on the while I was getting my hygiene sorted. Everyone 
that has a loofah in their bathroom, look at that loofah. And if you can't remember when you bought that loofah, it needs to be thrown out. So is this, a, is this a... Get a new one. I don't bucks. mean to give you shit on everything two you bucks. say, but is this a public service announcement for gay people and women? Mate, this is a public service announcement for everyone with a bathroom. Well, I have a bathroom and I'm pretty sure there's... Well, I don't really know what a loofah is. Can you tell me what a loofah is? It's that thing. It's made of like plastic, like kind of wire, like what the bags of oranges come in. Do you hate and, uh, dolphins? Do you hate the environment? A little bit like... Looks like a big puffy flower. And if they they appear in my bathroom, because I do Airbnb, they appear and I throw them out. I throw them straight into the ocean with a line Dave, attached. Is there, how many loofers in your house? A week later. You live with a lady? Does Alex rock the loofers? Yeah. I don't think we've got any. No. no. Must be a... That's the way it should be. Must be a West thing. It's a West Australia thing. They're about, as we've said, they're about 15 years behind the times. <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys a few hours. yourselves with? Just soap, mate. Just a hand up the crack. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, get finger on the date. Isn't that weird? Oh, do you feel a bit weird about touching your own date? Yeah, but you know what? I've been doing it for a long time and it doesn't get any less weird. It's weird, isn't it? It's on your own rig. I've, I've touched other people's dates, but mine, Have you? I don't like touching it. Hey, yeah. Dave, we're getting to the end of this. Thanks for coming, but have you got anything that's got you frothing this week? Uh, At the mouth? Yeah. Well, oh, I think I was speaking to you earlier. What's got me frothing musically at the moment? Yeah, I've I've been getting around um, the old stuff of late, and I, I think everyone should jump on board. I got on a few weeks back. I was talking with the guys in the Alpine regions of Victoria about um, Pink Floyd. I mean, getting around Pink Floyd and the Wall album. Been yep. getting deep in Pink Floyd. For all those listeners out there, you got to get deep, deep back in there. The Pink Floyd albums. I think uh, that's where the that's where the good sound is. Keep searching deep in it. You'll Start find and it. and none of this is, one song here, one song there. No, You've no, you, you gotta go. You gotta go. It's a, it's it's a marathon. So if you're gonna listen to the album, you gotta listen to all of it. Don't just listen to a tune. We've all heard the tunes of Pink Floyd, right? We've all heard. Yeah. We've all heard the wall. We've all heard comfortably numb. We've all heard money. Wish you were there. All six songs. Yeah. What you gotta do. I'm going to put it out there because I was one of those guys. I'm I'm one of the, like, I was one of those guys. I'm like, yeah, they're sick songs. But you know what's sicker? If you listen to the album, start to finish. It's like a journey. You go on a journey through time and space. Just as the boost would say, time and space. It's it's all there. Anyway, not to sound too trippy, you got to go deep in the Floyd. That's, Mate, that's, it that's is what trippy I'm frothing though. It is trippy. I gotta fro- I'm frothing. I'm frothing. And you're, you're particularly talking about The Wall, but what's I'm, I'm what's talking the, about um, The Wall in particular. Yeah, what's their other, their first album um, with um, Time on it? I don't know if that's actually their first album, but what it's their first big known yeah, album. Is, um, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Mate, if you're yeah. going to go deep on The Wall, yeah. then go, he, go there maybe too. go deep on Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. And look, not to condone drug use, but I could suggest maybe trying... Well, if you're in California where it's I'm legal, I'm sure the artists were doing it at the time. No, I think that was doing a lot of something. <laughs> something was going on there, but but anyway, that's what's got me frothing at the moment. This is from Fuck back in yeah. the days when albums were listened to as albums. Like that's know, exactly it's a, right. It's a story they're put together as a group of songs. I was blown. I was I was blown away. And, and maybe you might call me a late bloomer on this. I feel like I'm a bit of a late bloomer on the the whole. Everything, the, the whole Pink Floyd thing, because you know everybody, everybody's had a Pink Floyd, right? Like 
Even yeah, that's the, heard of even them. the millennials but have probably not, heard not of that. Not that many people have sat there and gone as deep. That's as like gone like yes, if they haven't. If you sit down yet. there and you go deep in that album, you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then you think back, wow, this was made 50 years ago. You're like, that's even more amazing. 50? 50? I don't know. Getting there anyway. Well, the early stuff's in the 60s, right? It probably is 50. It's pretty, it's pretty close, right? We're pretty yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Did they have the they obviously didn't have the cloud but it's in the cloud now right they've whacked it's, it in there it'll be in the ne- cloud it's, on, it's, it's all on remastered s- um, probably. Sound, what, what's it called it's probably it was got released in 1979 Spotify. it's probably Jay-Z oh, and Beyonce have probably done a the remix the wall was released in 79 but that came they were saying it's like some 10 years after Dark Side of the Moon yeah the wall the wall came well later right yeah. so that's yeah, yeah there you 40, go kiddies there's a there's there a public go. service announcement yeah, go get home, on, get, get on stoned, the Floyd. and listen get on to the Floyd. Floyd start to finish. What. Fuck yeah. Can I not ever say public service announcement again on this podcast? It sounds real gay. Not when did you say that? I said gay, that. But I you mean told... bad. I mean, I didn't mean gay. I didn't say like... Can we broach that right now? Oh, go on. I did it. But I apologise. Yeah, look, go on. so we have the one off the wood Instagram account. And was you sent me something pointing out that you had you sort of stirred up someone on Instagram about them writing a uh, what was it? They're writing a um, a foil a foil writing board, a foil. Cause, and because you were pretty happy with the joke that you made, that you said that he's well, basically it got, a, it Aladdin. Got some, we got some buy-in. Yeah, I called yeah. him Aladdin. Called him Aladdin on okay. his magic carpet. Yeah, um, which is funny, and and it was you got a few people buying in, but what you did do was write hashtag gay. With a lot of A's in it. So, so with yeah. the A's. So Hashtag I was gay. more like Mr. Chow. Gay. But did you die? Yeah, that sort of, yeah. Yeah. I seem, I, yep. And you know, and? that was fine when The Hangover came out, but but that was 10 years ago. Um, look, all I said to you is that you can't call something gay in 2019 unless it's gay. Like real colourful or two men. Like a, like a musical or two men having sex. Yep. As far as I know, look, and I'm no expert in, in being politically correct. Or gay. Or gay. Not all the time. But that kind of leads on to what's got me frothing this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You what know, have you been watching? I <laughs> What has got me frothing this week is Dave Chappelle put out a new comedy special this week. And I don't think there's been anything quite as groundbreaking in comedy as this new hour that he's put out. It's basically whatever you can think of that you're not allowed to make jokes of, he has he has covered it off. And yeah, What's this on? On Netflix? It's on Netflix, on? yep. It's just come out this week and it is an absolute game changer. Like, I don't even know what to say, but he starts off... He he covers off. I'm not even gonna say what he covers off, but it's basically he, everything he, that in the in the call out culture that you're not yeah. allowed to mention. He's okay. he's just gone hard on everything, and it is so fucking good. It's got me real frothing, and it, it makes me think that maybe you can call things gay was that aren't gay. Okay, I, I had although a, you're not as funny had a bit as Dave Chappelle, hasn't he? Uh, he, he had a bit of a hiatus. He had a, he came back. I watched one where he talked about um, Bill Cosby, which was quite funny the bill cosby joke but the rest of it i didn't find that that good it's not that one is shut it? the fuck up <laughs> is that it you shut your fucking filthy mouth is that it 
Is that it? No, that's not that's it. It came one. out this week, oh, dickhead. Right. All right, but okay, like, good. if you don't get, right. if you don't think Dave Chappelle's funny, then this podcast is over. It, but it he did. Good, oh, no, 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 pipe down, pipe down, pipe down. Because he's Dave Chappelle. Do you know who Dave Chappelle is? Did you ever watch Chappelle show? Yeah, but he's getting laughs by default. By default. He's a fuck. He's the greatest comedian of all time. He said fucking hi, and everyone lost it. Yeah, people love him, but he is the greatest comedian of all time. Yeah, he is. Okay. And you need to go back and watch this new one. And you need to fucking check yourself. All right, you you over there in Western Australia with your fucking skimpy we'll bars, it. calling things gay week. that aren't gay. Like you've lost the plot, mate. I don't think we can do this podcast anymore. I'm out. Who's gonna edit it? That's it. You're out. You're done. Well, he's unplugged his mic. I don't know what that means. He's he's, he's walking job. out. His mic dropped. Gay. So, Dave, we get, we like to play out with a song. You got any any tunes for us? Tunes. Yeah, like something something we can play out for the people. Well, should we play one of the Bitterman tunes potentially? Sure. Which one would you like to play? Well, which one have which one haven't you played on the outro? I think we've, we've played. What haven't we done? We've played Saturday and um, great song on great all song. sides, and all sides. and this ain't the real thing. The Is there anything from Bass Thanks? Bass Thanks around? tune. Oh, yeah. Are they still on um, on uh, Triple J on Earth? Uh, oh yeah, we were. How do you spell Bass Thanks the for us? It's just me so and me up. and T Fowles. Huh? Yeah. Look, we, we ain't playing Bass Thanks. We're not going to play Bass Thanks because. but for the I think the people should go and listen to it, but yeah. If you want to go, if you want to go deep into the bitterman psyche, psyche, then feel free. But uh, I, I wouldn't advise doing that. Uh, pick a song if you want to hear one of them, or or something else. Um. Yeah, let's um, let's listen to Red Room. Red Room. Red okay. Room. I like the last the last song off our album. A little bit of a a finishing sort of psychedelic finish. So it's quite good. It's quite good. A little. I reckon listen out for the uh, the weird undertones in the um, solo at the end. There's a little spoken word section. A little spoken in the word. End. See see if you can hear what's actually going on there. There's some weird stuff going on there, but um, yeah, it's a good song. Sweet. And was uh, thanks for ju- you know for doing this again. And I'm sorry that I got a bit angry at you there, but I just can't believe you don't like Dave Chappelle. Um, you got any, f- um, any any final words? What, what, yeah, once this is um, once you've wrapped this, if you guys want to hang around, I've got heaps of stats here on Norfolk Island, so I can have a little yeah. last Dave would love. But, I'm um, glad you did your. I'm glad you did your research on your um, <laughs> on your uh, on your guest. That's good. <laughs> hey, look, points for trying. Points for I, trying. I dig this song too. I've, this was one of the first songs you sent me from the album, so probably yeah, because I think we yeah. recorded this as a demo back in the day. So look. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is uh, The Bitterman and Red Room. Hooroo. Hooroo, guys. Thank you. No, you say hooroo. Oh, hooroo. (laughs) Hooroo. All right.
sometimes 